Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, aka the Football History Dude. And what you're about to listen to is a quick little interview between myself and George Bazika to talk about the 2023 PFRA convention in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania this year. That's going to be held from July 27th to July 30th. Enjoy. So, uh, I mean, let's just go right there then, George. So, uh, again, for the listener of the show that hasn't heard your name before, uh, let's start with what's your role at the PFRA and how did you get involved with the Professional Football Researchers Association? Yeah, I'm, uh, I've been the uh, president of PFRA uh, since uh, 2021. Uh, I got actively involved. Uh, I was a member starting around 2010, 2012, uh, got more active as I went on. Uh, uh, one of the first things that I did was write some articles for the Coffin Corner, which is our uh, official uh, magazine. Um, I then agreed to be the uh, meeting organizer for our conventions, which we have every other year, which I know we're going to be talking about here uh, soon. Um Became a board member and just basically grew in that role and uh, took on the duties of, uh, as I said, president uh, in 2021. Yeah, and speaking of the PFRA, I mean, I know that you got involved at that time frame. It's been a long time since the PFRA has been in existence. So maybe take our listener back to the, you know, the origin story, we'll call it, of the PFRA and maybe a little bit of a history up until what leads us to 2023. Yeah, uh, PFRA was founded actually in 1979 uh, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, and basically the the mission of PFRA is to uh, research and preserve uh, pro football history, uh, and also then to disseminate that pro football history. Um, we have amongst our membership, you know, some of the leading football historians in the country, uh, and actually we're a a worldwide organization and that we have members also, uh, you know, outside the United States. Uh, at, at our last count is we have with actual members and, and comps, we, we're, we've grown to uh, a little over 600 members. Uh, so we're real proud of that. Uh, we've had continued growth. Uh, and basically that's basically sort of the, the, the background story in regard to how the PFRA got started. Uh, I always say that if you love pro football history or love pro football, uh, our organization is, is, is perfect for you and, and, you know, what we do, um, through that, you know, preservation, uh, mission. And speaking of that, okay. So you said if you love pro football or history, even put them both together, if someone were to want to join the PFRA, how would they do so? Yes. If you're interested in becoming a member of the 
PFRA, you can go to our website, which is profootballresearchers.com. There is a a series of tabs on there. You can click on the tab to join the organization. It's uh, $35 a year for uh, people living in the United States, $40 if you live in Canada, $50 for international members. And what that membership entitles you to is access to our members-only section, uh, which, as I said, is a treasure trove of information on pro football. Uh, we have line scores, game books. Uh, we have some interviews on there. Uh, we just have, you know, uh, uh, there's a section on there, uniforms. Uh, there's a section on uh, all pros. Uh, it's just a, a, a great site. There's some all uh, uh, American Football Conference stuff on there. So uh, it's it's your membership alone is worth it just to be able to get into the members only section, which is only for members. Uh, if you're not a member, you can't get in that. Uh, and then also you get our, uh, our magazine, the coffin corner, which comes out six times a year. Uh, it's got great, uh, articles on, uh, on pro football, uh, and the history of pro football. Uh, we run the gamut. We even have history on there from, uh, Canadian football, uh, European, uh, we've even had articles about women's pro football. So um, we cover a wide gamut uh, in the coffin corner. And that comes out six times a year, as I said, and that's part of your membership also. Also, if you're a member, you get a discount uh, to uh, uh, fee on uh, if you come to our convention. So that's also a perk. And we're going to get into that convention here in a few minutes. I mean, the big old uh, kit and caboodle this upcoming year in Pittsburgh, uh, Something that I think is cool, and especially when you talk about the Coffin Corner and articles and such, maybe touch upon a little bit how you're a member, you're a researcher, you love the uh, maybe to contribute to the Coffin Corner or anything else in Pro Football Researchers Association. Like, what can someone do to do that? Uh, yeah, our publication director is Mark Durr. Uh, and if you contact uh, Mark, uh, anybody that's a, a member can write for the organ for the coffin corner uh, you know he receives uh, you know uh, basically uh, queries from uh, members all the time about an article idea uh, he does a really good job of working with you in regard to that uh, you can get there through the you can get his email through the website but I'll also give it to your listeners it's publications at profootballresearchers.org uh, that takes you right to Mark's mailbox um, you know, he receives queries all the time. And, and the great thing is, is that you don't necessarily have to have experience writing. Uh, you know, we, we help people to come in. Sometimes it's a first time writer, but they're just really passionate about a particular topic. Uh, so they come in and say, Hey, I like to write an article about this. And maybe if that article isn't necessarily what we're looking for, you know, Mark will usually work with you in terms of coming up with a topic if you're really, really passionate about it, uh, tweak it a little bit, discuss it with you, and, you know, sort of take you through the process. Um, so it, it's actually a really good way to get started if it's something that you're really interested in and you'd like to do more than just read about the history is to actually write about it and research it. And, you know, we try to help you through that process. So if you're interested, that that's the way to do it. Publications at profootballresearchers.org. Contact Mark and tell him what you're interested in writing about. 
Yeah, and I mean to take it a step further. So, like, you know, I'm a I'm a person that's interested. I've been able to maybe contribute, and now I want to go to meet some of these individuals that are, you know, my compadres as far as the pro football researchers go. Like, let's talk about that convention this year, 2023. Where is it, and how can I go about getting there? Yeah, we we do our conventions every other year. Uh, we usually try to pick a uh, an NFL city or a football that uh, or a town that's related to pro football you know in the past uh, uh since i started organizing the conventions uh we've had conventions in cleveland we've been in green bay uh we've been to buffalo uh we were at, in canton uh most recently uh and this year's convention is going to be in pittsburgh it's uh july 27th uh through the 30th uh it's actually what we've done is it used to be that our convention was basically two days. It was a, a Friday evening session uh, and an all, all day Saturday session. And uh, we've now added on other things uh, so that if people want to make a whole weekend of it, they can. Uh, and we've done that same thing in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, Drury Plaza, uh, which is in downtown Pittsburgh. It's actually the former... Federal Reserve Bank building, which they morphed into uh, a, a Drury Hotel. Um, so the meeting is going to be there. But some of the add-ons that we've included is, is that uh, on Thursday, uh, for people that come in early, uh, we're going to get a tour of the Heinz History Center and Western Pennsylvania Sports Museum. Uh, on Friday, since we don't actually get started with the meeting itself until 6 o'clock, we have a meet and greet at 5, uh, we're going to have an add-on activity uh, and travel about uh, – I'd say 45 minutes down the road to Latrobe uh, at the Latrobe Area Historical Society. And Mary Lou Townsend, who's the president of the society, is going to be doing a presentation on Latrobe, home of professional football, or are we? Uh, and it's a, basically a presentation that Mary Lou does about Latrobe's role in the, uh, in the history of uh, pro football. Uh, then we obviously have our um, Friday evening session. We're really happy this year for the first time. I, I mentioned women's pro football on purpose earlier because uh, two uh, 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 women that are that are involved with the Pittsburgh Passion uh, women's pro football team, Teresa Kahn and Lisa Horton, are going to be speaking. They're going to be our initial speakers on Friday night. Uh, they're co-coaches of the Passion, and uh, Lisa is also a former quarterback for the Passion. Uh, and they've won three championships uh, through the years, uh, and they're going to be speaking about their experiences in women's pro football. Uh, and then after a meal break, uh, we always include a meal on Friday evening and a meal on Saturday, and those are all included in your convention fee. Uh, we have two speakers coming in, Rudy Dix, who's going to speak on his book, The 63 Steelers, and Pete Peterson and his son Stephen, who wrote a book, The Turnpike Rivalry, about the Steelers-Browns rivalry. Uh, and then Saturday we go all day. We start with a business meeting uh, right off the bat at 8 o'clock. Uh, and then we have our afternoon speakers. Uh, we always try to have a player panel. Uh, this year we have John Kolb, uh, who played for the Steelers during their initial Super Bowl years in the 70s. Uh, he's going to be speaking. And also uh, Dan Dara, who was a, a former quarterback with the Buffalo Bills, lives in the Pittsburgh area. So um, they're going to both be speaking in the afternoon. Uh, I almost also forgot we have three speakers in the morning, too. Uh, Joe Ziemba, who's uh, uh spoke at conventions in the past. Uh, he's going to be giving a uh, talk as are Joshua Milton Anderson and Aaron Grayson Sapp. Um, 
Uh, Joe's giving a presentation. I won't give it away. It's called The Worst Team in NFL History. Uh, you have to attend the convention to find out which team that is. Uh, uh, Joshua is going to be giving a, um, a presentation on the Eagles-Steelers rivalry. And Aaron, uh, who just had a book come out, um, which name escapes me. I'll, I'll get it here in a second, and so I can give you the actual title of the book. Uh, she's going to be giving us a talk about the legacy of the 1965 AFL All-Star uh, walkout. Uh, and that was a key part of uh, a book that she just wrote, uh, which was called, uh, and it just was actually released, and I'm going to the website so I can give you the exact title. It's called um, Moving the Chains, the Civil Rights Protest that Saved the Saints and Transformed New Orleans. Uh, so she's going to be speaking uh, in the morning. And as I said, we have the NFL Players Panel in the afternoon. And then we have our final speakers. Uh, Chris Willis is going to be speaking on the Galloping Ghost in Pittsburgh, the Red Grange 1925 barnstorming game. Uh, Ryan Christensen, Hard Knocks in Mill City, the Minneapolis Marines and the Minneapolis Red Jackets, and Greg Tranter, uh, Providence Steamroller, New England's first NFL team. One thing that we try to do this time is the theme of the convention is obviously Western PA's pro football legacy. Uh, but we wanted to not have it all about you know, that area. So that's why, as you heard, you know, we have other topics that we're also going to be covering uh, so that we can make the, you know, the convention diverse. Uh, uh, you know, we we are all about uh, celebrating pro football. Uh, we don't necessarily come to a convention because, well, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm going to go to the Pittsburgh convention. I, I heard somebody on the forum say, well, I don't, know. I don't like the Steelers. I'm not going to go there. Well, you know, it's not about it's not all about the Steelers. It's about celebrating pro football history, and obviously, the Steelers are a key part of pro football history, whether you like them or you don't. Uh, you know, we went to Green Bay, and I know we had some non-Green Bay fans. We had a number of fans that were, but you know, it's still we always try to make it an enjoyable convention, and we always try to basically, as I said, celebrate pro football history. Uh, that's the key. Uh, and then we finish up the weekend with uh, a trivia bowl. Uh, it's called the uh, PFRA Quiz Bowl. This is the third time we've done it. And it's moderated by one of our members, Neil Golden. And then our final add-on for Sunday for uh, those that are leaving late is we're going to get a uh, tour of uh, Akershire uh, Stadium. Uh, I always want to say Heinz Field, but it's not Heinz Field anymore. It's Akershire. So uh, we're going to get a tour of that. And we do try to tour stadiums so if we don't actually have the convention we've toured the stadiums in just about every city we've been in we stir we sir uh, we toured brown stadium uh where we were at buffalo we were at their stadium and also in green bay we were at lambeau uh canton obviously doesn't have a pro football stadium they do have benson uh now which used to be uh fawcett stadium I'll always finally remember it as fawcett stadium since i'm from canton but now it's uh tom benson stadium uh which is right there by the hall of fame so that, uh, real quick and dirty, is the convention. Um, if you go on our website, there is a convention logo right on our homepage. And if you click on that, uh, it gives you all the information, including uh, how to register. Uh, we have a special rate with the Jury Plaza, uh, which is on there. Uh, it's uh, And that rate is good until about a month before June 25th is the cutoff. So you can get that special uh, PFR rate there. Uh, and uh, before you ask, it's $75 fee for members and member spouses and $100 for non-members. So 
as I said, if you want to save $25, um, you can become a member. Uh, and, uh, you know, instead of paying the additional uh, non-member fee, you get your membership for $10 more. So that's a good deal. Uh, so, uh, and that includes your admission to uh, the convention, uh, both meals. Uh, the add-ons do have extra charges involved, which are outlined on the, uh, the website. Uh, the Latrobe is the only one that there's no extra cost involved. Uh, I believe it is, uh, I believe it's $18 for the, uh, the, uh, tour of the, uh, Heinz Museum and I believe it's $10 for Acrisure. Uh, so there are, there are some additional costs involved. And we actually have a link right on the website too, so you can pay right through the website. Uh, if you want to come and you can pay for all of your fees and make reservations for everything there. Uh, the only one that you can't is, and the information is on the website for the Latrobe, you have to contact me, but all my information is on the uh, website. So yeah, you made it really easy. I'm a fan who wants to come to this convention. I want to participate in all of these events. However, this is my first time. I'm maybe a little bit shy. I don't know anybody that's going to be at the convention. What do you recommend to me as a listener? Come. Um, you know, uh, we have a lot of people that uh, come for their first time. And, you know, I can assure you that uh, everybody is very, very friendly, very welcoming. Uh, and, you know, I, I think the one great thing about the conventions is there's a lot of good fellowship. I think people walk away from every convention with new friends. Uh, because we all have a common interest in pro football history and pro football. Uh, and I think that's one of the great things about the muse about our conventions is it's not only about the presentations, the meals, the tours and everything else. It's also about that fellowship. Uh, and, you know, and as I said, I think everybody walks away with, you know, uh, new friendships after, uh, after they, uh, you know, meet at these conventions. Uh, I see people that come back every single time and, you know, they're always, you know, sitting with people that they've met who they may not have even known when they came. Uh, we recently had a, every year our, our Buffalo membership does a chapter meeting in April every year. Uh, and it's become an annual thing there. And, and I usually go and, uh, I've seen that grow. Uh, the first time I went, uh, uh, to give a little speech about the PFRA and sort of, a, as we call it, sort of an unofficial state of the PFRA message. Uh, you know, there was maybe 10, 15 people. This past uh, time we went a couple weeks ago, uh, I attended with my son, John, uh, who's now a PFRA member also. There was, uh, I think, over 30 there that, that day. So it, it, that that's morphed and, and grown. And I've seen growth with the uh, convention every year we've done. We had a really nice turnout in Canton uh, in 2021. And uh, uh, I think it also helped that we, we had to reschedule that one, obviously, because of COVID. We were originally going to have it in 20, but we had to... to to bump it up a year, but, uh, uh, we had a nice turnout. And as I said, you always find new friends. So, uh, I always say, don't be shy. Uh, you know, you'll, I think you'll find that you meet friends, have great fellowship and just, it's, it's really an enjoyable weekend. Okay. So you just eased my mind a little bit again, and now I'm interested in coming. Help me out. What was the name of that website so I can register? Uh, profootballresearchers.com. And when I'm on there too, there's something that I might check out. It's something that's like the, the the PFRA books. I mean, let's let's dive into that a little bit. What is that system? Yeah, we um, we started um, PFRA book series in 2016. Um, 
And I actually presented the original idea to the board. I I I, I think that was prior to the time I actually had become a, a board member. Um, but um, I had actually been in my local, uh, um, either, can't remember if it was Barnes & Noble or Walden Books back then, but uh, I saw a book on the 1947 Brooklyn Dodgers. And it was a book uh, that the Society for uh, American Baseball Research, uh, Sabre, had produced. And uh, I did, a, and I said, well, this is great. It, it, you know, it had a certain look about it and a certain way it was organized. And I said, gee, I found out that they actually had a series of, of books about great teams sort of in, in baseball history. And I said, well, you know, we should do something like that. So that was sort of the germ of the idea. That 1947 team was obviously Jackie Robinson and, and that whole story. Uh, I later found out they had a book on the 54 Indians being living in the Cleveland area. I picked that one up too. And they just have a series of these books that they've done over the years. So uh, we went in with the idea of doing a great teams and pro football history series. And the initial book we did, because we were going to be, in, partially because we were going to be in Green Bay, but we did a book on the 66 Packers, uh, profiles of Vince Lombardi's Super Bowl I champions. And uh, we followed a certain uh, outline, and we've done that with each book. Since then, we've done books on the 58 Colts, uh, profiles of NFL's first sudden death champions, and also 51 Rams, profiles of NFL's first West Coast champions. We're working on our fourth book in the series on the 64 Bills, uh, which we have targeted to come out uh, late next year, around the time of the playoffs in 2024, because uh, that'll be the anniversary of their 64 AFL championship. And we've already uh, signed a contract with our publisher, McFarlane, for the fifth book in the series, which will cover the 1976 Raiders, and we're, our target is to get that out in 2026. What each book has is we do usually a chapter about the the area, sort of a history of the area and, and you know key things about whatever city it is, whether it's Baltimore, Los Angeles, uh, uh, Buffalo. Uh, we then do profiles of all the coaches. We do profiles of all the players. Every player has a chapter uh, from the, you know, uh, whether you're a starter or not. Every player and every coach gets a chapter. Uh, we do game summaries uh, for each game in the season, including their championship game uh, with all full stats. Uh, and then we also cover the media. Uh, we do uh, chapters on key media members for each team, whoever they're either their TV or radio play-by-play -play guy or whoever their uh, leading uh, you know, sports writer was that covered the team. So we cover those. So we try to cover every game, and then we'll sometimes do some special chapters depending on the team. Um, because the Rams were you know, one of the pioneers in terms of uniforms and helmets and all that, we did a chapter about that for them. Um, we did a chapter in the, in the Packers book about race in the Packers um, because – Vince Lombardi was very forward-looking in terms of how he handled um, race on his teams. Uh, and so we, we also try to do special chapters about that also. Um, so that's basically sort of the makeup of the books. And uh, as I said, the uh, all the books are available through McFarland, uh, McFarland Publishing. Uh, you can go to their website. Uh, they're also, I believe, all available through Amazon. Um, so uh, we're really, you know, proud of the series. And one other thing that 
why you're mentioning the books there is another thing because I as I had the website here open while I was talking to you. Another thing that we do is a hall of very good, uh, and uh, we can get into that. Uh, uh, unless you had any questions about the book series or you like to go into any more detail about that. Yeah, no, again, you mentioned it, the listener of the show, if they want to, you know, pick up one of these books, they can either go right to the McFarland publishing website or to Amazon probably is where a lot of people go to. I mean, are they, are they in, um, a print form in stores, like say Barnes and Nobles and things like that? Or is it mostly online? You know, it's mostly online. Uh, unfortunately, I, you know, since I haven't been in any of those areas after the books have been published, I, I'm not sure, you know, whether you could go into your local Barnes and Noble, say in Green Bay, uh, and find that. The way I, you know, I, the way I found the the Indians book was, it was at the Barnes and Noble, but I'm pretty sure it was there because of it being local interest. Uh, I think the Brooklyn Dodgers book was probably there more because of Jackie Robinson and that whole story. Uh, those are the two I, I saw at the Barnes and Noble from that Sabre series. I have unfortunately not seen others. So uh, I haven't really pulled our members, but you, you, you raise an interesting question. I may do that just to see if they've seen them in their local bookstores. Uh, but um, I, I'm sure living in the Cleveland area, if we did one on one of the Browns championship teams, it may end up showing up at the local Barnes and Noble or local bookstore, but uh, it's mostly online purchasing right now. Yeah, it's actually something I do every time I go to our local Barnes and Nobles. I'll go to the sports section to see if I can find one of Josie Emba's books or somebody else that I know from the right, network and that right. kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do want to mention one other thing about the convention. We normally do have uh, book tables, uh, and uh, you know, either whether it's members that bring in some of their stuff that they're selling uh, or they've written, or uh, you know, normally. To uh, McFarland normally has a table too with all their books, and they have a wide gamut of pro football books if you go to their website. So they normally do a book table at the convention too. Uh, I haven't gotten complete confirmation from them, but I know that they're they're planning on it. They just haven't confirmed for sure yet for this uh, this year, but uh, hoping that they'll be there again because they've been a sort of a key uh, part of our conventions by having those book tables there. And we always invite people to, you know, that have written books to bring their books with them for sales also, because uh, we're all about, you know, uh, publicizing, you know, our, our, our own authors within our organization. Uh, we actually have a book page on our website of books that have been written by members with links to where you can, yeah, with links. So. And speaking of that, so you mentioned, okay, I could purchase a book probably when I come to the convention. A lot of times when I'm a listener, I'm going to conventions or other places and I like to get some kind of swag, like buy a t-shirt or some other thing. Will there be merchandise available? We don't do a lot of merchandise, but we always do a convention t-shirt. Uh, and actually, we're in the process right now of designing that. And actually, uh, what we do is we usually do pre-orders of those. Uh, so if, if people stay tuned, we're probably going to release the information on the T-shirt here probably during the month of May because we like to do the pre-order so we can get them in uh, and then have them. I usually order a handful of additional ones for people that don't order a T-shirt just so they can buy it. Uh, when I, we were in Canton, my goodness, I, I bought an additional lot of T-shirts and they were gone within about an hour on Friday night. I was actually sort of sorry I didn't buy more. So uh, I'm going to keep that in mind this time uh, because, like I said, it was, uh, you know, people saw it and say, oh, I didn't get one of those. Can I, I you know, and people just started buying them. By the, by the time people had signed up, I don't think I had a T-shirt left. So uh, uh, in addition to the ones that were pre-ordered. So, yeah, we do a T-shirt. 
All right, and again, I'm I'm a listener of the show. I just can't get enough, and I want to you know get as much as I can before I go to this convention. I've heard of something called the official PFRA podcast. I mean, what is that, George? I mean, give me a little bit of a background there. Yeah, um, it's actually on the Sports History Network, which I know you know very well, since <laughs> uh, you're our sort of our. Uh, I guess I, I'll, I'll, I'll borrow a term that I hear on a local sports talk show. You're, you're sort of our grand poobah of the uh, Sports History Network. Um, but yeah, um, my son and myself started the official PFRA podcast. Uh, we launched in December of last year. Uh, we have done six podcasts uh, thus far. We tried to do podcasts that are basically dealing with uh, former players, historians, uh and uh, basically people that are involved, obviously, in the history of pro football. Uh, we've had um, a number of former players. Um, we actually had um, Don Maynard, the great receiver, Hall of Famer for the Jets. We had his son, Scott, on because, uh, obviously, uh, Don Maynard passed uh, about a year ago. Uh, we had a great interview with him, which we did a couple of podcasts ago. And actually, uh, we just uh, sort of booked our next podcast subject, uh, Wayne Fonts, former coach of the Detroit Lions. And uh, we're going to be interviewing Wayne uh, next week, and that should be released uh, around hopefully mid-May. So we're really excited to get uh, to get Wayne. Uh, he he actually has a local contact because he's from uh, he's from Canton. He played for Canton McKinley, which many may know the famous uh, Canton McKinley Maslin High School football rivalry. He played in that rivalry back in the fifties. Uh, so uh, he has uh, sort of a local touch here for for us here in northeast ohio but uh, uh yeah he obviously coach of the uh the lions for a number of years and uh so we're going to be uh interviewing coach fonts next year and he'll be our next uh podcast guest well we'll be looking forward to that and um as we get out of here any last words of wisdom uh for the listener of the show through the lens of the president of the pfra or just a member for so many years and what they can expect in the next i don't know five five or so years yeah, you know, we're hoping to continue to grow the organization. One thing I, I, I sort of mentioned in passing that we never got there, I do want to mention our Hall of Very Good. It is on the website uh, front and center. Uh, basically what the Hall of Very Good is are, are former players and coaches that um, had not necessarily in the Hall of Fame yet, uh, but we have a, a vote every year to induct members into our Hall of Very Good. We've actually had a number of people that are in the Hall of Very Good that Later, we're inducted into the Hall of Fame, and if you click on there, you can see the complete list of everybody that's in the Hall of Very Good, and we put asterisks beside the names of those that uh, eventually uh, make it uh, into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I just opened it up, for example, uh, Cliff Branch was a Hall of Very Good member and uh, recently was inducted into the Hall of Fame. He was in our Hall of Very Good in 2011. Uh, finally made it into the Hall of Fame recently. Uh, so we're very, very proud of that. We have um, we have nominations every year, a membership vote. Uh, and I know it's something that the members really enjoy because, you know, they get to nominate, you know, people to the Hall of Very Good. And then, you know, as I said, we uh, we do the vote uh, every year. So it's, it's something we're very proud of. Uh, um, uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think our goal in the next five years is to continue to grow the organization. Um, you know, we... We continue to look at ways to, you know, disseminate, you know, pro football history. That's why we got into the, the podcast business, because obviously that's uh, 
you know, the big thing right now. And, you know, just another way to not only get pro football history disseminated, but also disseminated, hopefully to a younger audience. Uh, uh, you know, I think a lot of the members are, you know, I'm in my sixties. I think a lot of the members are, you know, in their, in their forties, fifties and sixties. We do want to tap into that, you know, younger audience. Uh, you know, they're, uh, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of people think the pro football history started with a Super Bowl, uh, and are sometimes, you know, surprised to hear, you know, the, the history before that. And I, I, and I don't say that to, to basically come down on people. It's just that there's, you know, just a great history of pro football that goes all the way back before, you know, the, the, the 20th century and, uh, you know, uh, the 18, you know, 92 and Pudge Heffelfinger and even a little bit before that. So, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a rich history. Uh, we want to continue to disseminate that and write articles. There's always something out there that, that could be written about. Uh, you know, we, we cover a wide gamut, but there's always a new topic or a new subject or something that comes up and say, Hey, we should write something about that, you know, because history is constantly evolving. Uh, so, you know, we want to continue to, you know, preserve that history, research that history, uh, you know, uh, compile that history and disseminate it and continue to, you know, to grow the organization, uh, you know, uh, across the country. And, and as I said, we even have worldwide members. Uh, we had one of our speakers at our convention that uh, had written a book about uh, European pro football and uh, uh, name is Massimo Foglio. And he spoke at, uh, at one of our conventions. So uh, came all the way from Italy. And actually he's a coach of an Italian pro football team. So, you know, we, we, we run the gamut of, you know, people all over the world that love American pro football. There you go. People from all around the world coming to enjoy the 2023 PFRA convention. Again, to get more information, head to profootballresearchers.com. The dates, July 27th through the 30th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But for now, dude, I'm through if you're through. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. This is Mark Mortier, and if you're a sports history fan like me, tune in and hear me talk about some great sports moments of the past. Growing up during the 1970s, I got to watch some of the most iconic moments in sports history. Hank Aaron breaking Babe Ruth's home run record. Willis Reed limping out of the locker room in Game 7 of the NBA Finals at Madison Square Garden as the fans erupted with a thunderous ovation. The 1980 Miracle on Ice as Team USA defeated the powerful Soviet Union in the Olympics. Listen every Tuesday on Yesterday's Sports. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.